Okay, people. But I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're doing. Or I love doing my podcast at midnight. It's about three minutes to twelve midnight. Everywhere is quiet. I'm relatively very free. So today I'll talk about uh, the seriousness of purpose. Like how yeah, how serious purpose would be. Well, purpose is a serious matter. At the same time, it's not as serious as you think it, it is. But then, just one intentional decision can change your life forever. It can actually set you on your generation free from mediocrity and pains and shame. I tell people that life is in phases and everyone has their time zone and direction. Like we all have our time zone. There's a timing that we can actually maximize now that we're on earth. You see, for instance, if you get a car today, there's some folks who will tell you, why did you waste all that money to get a car? You'd have used it to do X, Y, Z. Or better still, you'd have just bought some golden paint and just paint the heavens. Yeah, as sarcastic as that suggestion would be. But that's what people will tell you. Okay, another category of people, if you get married today, um, there's a second people who will tell you, oh, shit. Why are you in a horror is pursuing you? You don't wait at the lead to and use the money to do set up X and Y Z. But see, in counseling others, you must first understand this reality that everyone has a time zone, everyone has their call, and everyone has their direction. That what's good for sister A might not be what's good for sister B. So in counseling yourself, you know wisdom is key. You need wisdom. You need wisdom. And then when you're counseling your own self, you must also make sure you know what you want or better put make sure you know what the lord would have you do that's how you define what purpose is just doing that one thing the lord has designed you to do it's not in doing so many things it's not in trying to be known you want to be the best writer you want to be the best footballer the best academician the best musician the best sound director the best pastor in the world no that's not purpose it's just your your canal self trying to outsmart and outdo your fellow neighbors his purpose is just revealing what the Lord has designed you to do. Most times, purpose is one thing. You should be known for one thing. One thing. Give your heart to it. So you stay in prayer and declare that the Spirit of the Lord is using your mind. But what if I'm worried? I don't know the one thing I want to do. Start with what you have. Start with what you have. Start with where you are. Say, ah, I've been thinking of this purpose thing. So, but I don't really know what to do. But get guy, sit down and say, what do I have in my hand? What do I love to do? What are my desires? Sometimes purpose comes in by stumbling. We stumble into so many things. But remember, the goal is to get hold of that one thing. But that one thing might not come. For instance if you say you're you 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 have a desire to be a motivational speaker for instance and you see nobody will listen to a broke motivational speaker guy you have to motivate yourself you have to embrace the change you might have to take up some jobs you might have to take do some puzzling yes it could be that serious but then you have the picture in mind you know where you're going to you're not just there waiting and advising people when then when you don't have wisdom in your own self wisdom from a poor man most time is always rejected that's what i've come to know the other thing you should know oftentimes is that when god want to instruct you god will not use a loudspeaker like my son my son my son no god will use that kind of a voice it won't even display it in a 3d 
display screen like what you see in cinemas and all that they will just sometimes come with a still small voice speaking to us with the spirits because you know why romans chapter 8 verse 4 teen says as men as are led by the spirit of god they are sons of god so god expects us to be led by the spirit not by loud speakers not by not by 3d screen so just by our spirit that's how god leads us he puts those gentle holy desires in our hearts he will tell you what to do as you read this word sometimes you just open the bible and it just tells you what to do sometimes as you pray sometimes as you fellowship it's the same sometimes as you give yourself to serve no drama attached no pressure in humility in precepts and examples you see yourself becoming better yeah uh, as i drop this first edition there's one also important thing i must tell you i must not fail to tell you how to deal with fear how to handle your fear now see i've discovered that many persons have they have a thousand and one ideas they have many lawful ideas they want to achieve they have beautiful dreams god has put in their heart god has told them to do xyz but mr fear r-f-e-a-r that man is the devil but so if god gives you a plan but just remember that inside that plan there's always a faith provision for you i'll take it again if god gives you a plan just know that inside the plan there's a faith provision for you the bible in second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says for god has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind so you take note there are some folks who would help you feed your fears they are of two categories those who are too experienced they are too old they've seen it all they've been here for ages they've tried so so and so thing and it didn't work out so they always advise you they always feed your fears guy you need to take your gaze and your mission out from them you need to embrace your life and know that you're the one god is called to do what you want to do so you will fulfill it some the other category are those who are too young guys they are young <laughs> they just feel come where are you are you in a hurry guy all you're trying to do is not achievable is unrealistic it's like a mission impossible but then you have to stay away from them because they are just jolly good fellows on the mission to nowhere so you have to embrace your life and get serious get yourself together do not allow fear hold you learn as much as you can learn push on take the stage let the stage count let every day count for you as a soldier redeem the time do not be afraid you walk in faith master the love walk and rejoice always what if you fall when you fall you stand up again and you keep the journey going i love you god bless you oh my name is promise till meet again Okay, just a continuation. If you truly want to be successful, hear me and hear me well. Be a man of one thing. I repeat, if you truly want to be successful in life, be a man of one thing. Like, just look out for one thing you really want to do and master it. Give your whole attention to it. Be a man of one thing. Know it and know it well. Master it and master it very well. No one truly becomes successful by learning 5,001 things. I know we're in a generation where we say um, you should have many streams of income, 
be good with this be good with that be good. but see let me tell you the truth if you truly want to be successful you should be known for one thing is that you're a neurosurgeon is that you're a, you're, you're a business guru is like an internet marketer or a banker maybe an engineer or something i don't know just look out for one thing and master it that's the true secret for success you really become more successful when you master one thing very well um someone may ask sir are you saying we shouldn't do many things no do many things if at the early stage of your life you should lay your hands on so many things because purpose truly comes sometimes by stumbling by trying this and this and that because when you try doing this and that for instance start doing a it might not be a or A would be part of your transition phase to B and then your final destination might not be B but B will lead you to C and then C to D and then eventually you get to your particular place but try as much as possible to define that very one thing you want to do with your life so that you don't just go around beating around the bush running around fixated circles you know when you get your heart to do one thing you know what you gain you gain focus you gain focus I tell some folks, I lost a job one time and then I was feeling bad, but I never knew it was a blessing in disguise. Yes, I lost money, but guess what? I gained focus. I later realized the job was taking much of my time and was paying me peanuts. So with focus, I could do better and generate more money. So be a man of one thing if you truly want to be successful. Find out that craft that you're, you're wired to do and give your best attention to it. Give your best focus to it because I tell you in no time, you will see yourself rising up the ladder. When you're focused, you give less room to distractions. You don't see people when they're trying to pull you down. What you see is just the goal. You smashing the goals. When you're focused, you see yourself smashing the goals. When you're focused, you see yourself hitting the ladder, doing much more than you expect. You give no room to distractions when you're you're focused. You wouldn't have incidents like, um, ah, brother Michael, can you just follow me down the street? Let's just go somewhere. Where are we going to? Let's just go somewhere. You wouldn't have much of those time. You wouldn't embrace people who are going nowhere. You wouldn't embrace people who just want to hang around you and waste your time. You wouldn't hang around parasitic kind of relationship. You wouldn't hang around people who are there to pull you down emotionally. As a leader, don't just lead multitude of people lead people who are ready to follow you lead people who know where they are going lead people who are ready to follow lead people who are going in the same direction with you i once thought having a following or a crowd of a million persons means you're a good leader but no it's it boils down to how the kind of persons you're leading are they going your direction are they going your way are they ready to learn so be a man of one thing that's how you define success. Focus. Give yourself that focus. And you just yourself becoming better and becoming successful in life. I love you. So see you again. Okay, peeps. Yeah. This is about the most amazing thing you've had in your life. Like, I mean it, the most amazing thing you've had in your life. It will keep your heart at rest. It says, you are not that powerful to abort God's plan for your life. Yeah, think about it for a moment. 
Like, I mean, you're not that powerful to have bought God's plan for your life. Yes, it's okay. You may have made a mess with your time. You made a mess with yourself. You had had a terrible past. You've done this mistake. You have a bad image already. You have a bad name. You don't have anything working. You've lost so much money. You've lost so much prestige, so much value, so much self-esteem. It's all gone, gone down the drain, wasted your time. You lost everything you think you have. But listen to me. God still has a plan for your life. As far as your life, you have, he has a plan for you. He has a plan for you. Jeremiah it says, for the thought I had towards you, thought of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future, to bring you to an expected end. God has a big plan for your life. You're, you're not that powerful to have brought God's plan for your life. It's God's plan, not your plan. So just submit everything to Him. As you make progress now, as you set up your heart to do what God has designed you to do, you're going to meet three kinds of people. I will express them in, in GV. The first kind of persons you will meet, they are the negative critics. These are people who are good. They are your personal allies. They are close to you. They will criticize you. They will make a mess of you. They will mock you. They might even pull you down. You know why? Because they are close to you. They know you too well. They've seen your weaknesses more than your strength. They've not really seen that you're trying to transit, that God is working on you. God is changing you and influencing your mind. They all, is, all they are seeing is your past, your past errors, your mistakes. But, beloved, you know what you do when you see the negative critics? These people are not your problem. I repeat, these people are not your problem. So, waste no energy trying to impress or convince them. Save yourself the headache. Put your trust in the Lord and refuse to be disturbed. The medicine you need right now is focus. I mean, focus 24 hours a day to your life hands in perfection. The next kind of persons you will meet again. They are the supporters. These are the people who will support you. They will sing your praise. They will lift up your hands. They will hold you when you're weak. They will encourage you when you're down. They will instruct and correct you. They will support you in love. But guess what? Most times, these people are the least expected on your friends list. They might not be your close allies. They might just be from afar. Most times, God sends them. They just show up from nowhere with a high level of commitment and sacrifice to see that your dreams become a reality. Divinely put by God on your path, so that you don't put your hope and your trust in men, and rather you put your gaze on Jesus. So whenever you meet these kind of supporters, embrace them in love. Don't try to use them. Don't try to outsmart them. Know that they are called to walk with you. So you walk with wisdom. You walk with them with wisdom. Embrace them in love with a heart of love, and grow together as a team. Together you win. Together we all can shine. Together our light can shine brighter. You see, you don't have anything to gain when you put out the light of your neighbor. No, we all can shine. Together we can shine in the whole world. That's what supporters do. There's a third kind of persons you'll meet. A third category of people you'll meet. These are the onlookers. They are like the missed multitude. They are just there to look. They are not encouraging you. They are not discouraging you. But guess what? Some of them are like sheep in wolf clothing. They are watching you from a distance. They are waiting for you to fail so that they can prove to you that, guy, this is not how to do it. They can prove to you and give you the step down of things, how things should be done. See, you just have to, to make sure you, you make progress with your life and so disappoint them. That's what you should do. I mean disappoint them. Yes, disappoint them. Disappoint them with your success. People are waiting for you to fail. But, guy, you're going to disappoint them this time around. 
there's also another part of people who are, who are waiting for you to succeed they are onlookers right now they're not helping they're not saying anything you're trying to put up a dream or a vision they're not helping you they're waiting for you to succeed so they can pitch their tent close to you for what they can gain these people are parasitics they don't have anything good to offer you so what you do you ignore them later they come with a sense of entitlement some might be judging you with the eyes of your past they feel you're wasting your time but brother keep your gaze on jesus keep your gaze on your dream keep pushing what you need is focus say focus say focus focus again and again and again that's all you need right now and believe me nobody has that power to abort your dream god's plan for your life will stand i believe in you i love you i value i cherish you rejoice with your dream god loves you my name is promise